Hey, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Tree of Life Church podcast. It's our prayer that these messages help connect you to the life, love, and power of Jesus. I want to start with Proverbs 11.30 because many of you may not know, like, where did the word, where did the name Tree of Life come from? And so there's a lot of references to Tree of Life uh, things in the Bible and Revelation, certainly, uh, and Ezekiel, we've seen some, Isaiah, different places. But here's one in Proverbs that really where the name Tree of Life came from. I want to read that to you, and then we're going to launch out from here today. So Proverbs 11.30 says this, the fruit of the righteous, how many are righteous in here today? Jesus is Savior and Lord, okay, our life should be lived in a way that it attracts lost and hurting people because the fruit of the righteous or how we live our life through our generosity and our love is a tree of life. It's a place where people can come and be refreshed and, and find a shade and find food and just have their spirit, their soul lifted. And he who wins souls is wise. The way we live our life can attract the lost. It can reach the lost. Can I say it that way? Your generosity and not just your money. We're not talking, this is not just a money message today. It's your life, your prayers, your serving, your talent, what God has given you, using it in a way that will minister to and bless other people. That's a tree of life. How you live your life is a tree of life to this lost and desperate world that needs to know that there's a God that loves them and Jesus came to save them, amen? And so it says, and he who wins souls is wise. Wise, that word just jumped out at me as I was getting ready for this weekend message, wise. I wanna be wise, I wanna live my life wise. I want to walk in wisdom. I don't want to be foolish. I don't, you know, I want to be wise in what I do. And really, wisdom is different than knowledge. Knowledge is an accumulation of information. Wisdom is the application of that information, which brings the transformation. There you go. There you go. The application of the information brings the transformation. So um, that's wise. That's what the Bible talks about. So we're going to look at that. But just before we get into the next scripture, uh, if you do a word study uh, in the Bible, you'll find a lot of... Uh, well, I'm just going to give it to you. We, we, so what would you think is one of the most prevalently used words in the Bible? Now, a lot of us would think it'd be love, and love is certainly, uh, I believe, or rather, I believe is certainly the, the, main, the basis of our faith. We believe, amen, even though we don't see we believe. Um, 272 times. How about prayer? We just finished 21 days of prayer. It's obviously important. It's, it's mentioned 371. Love, God is love. Love God and love others. 714 times, but interestingly enough, the word give is used 2,161 times. And can I say out of the three of those other topics, I always say this, out of the four of those topics, it's probably the one we talk about the least. And, but it should be maybe one we talk about the most because our God is a generous God. Giving and generosity marks our God. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he gave. It marks who he is and it should mark his people. And so we're talking today, not just about generosity or giving of our resource or finance, but of our time, our touch, our smile, our serving, so many ways, and we'll see some scripture about it today. Uh, In fact, take a look at Proverbs 11.24. We're going to be in the book of Proverbs because that word wise, and Proverbs is is the book of wisdom. So we go to Proverbs to get wisdom beyond our natural wisdom, and a lot of Proverbs highlight generosity. So let's take a look here in Proverbs 11.24. The world of the generous gets larger and larger, and the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Can't be any more clear than that. If you want God to expand your world, if you will, the the life in you and out of you and your circle, however you want to say that, the key to that is generosity. I believe God is continually expanding our world here at Tree of Life Church. And I believe, and you'll see it's because of your generosity as a church 
We have doors opening we never thought would open. We're expanding ministry around the world. We never thought we could go or where we would go. And it's because I think your generosity, this proverb, this wisdom that we're walking in and our generosity is increasing our world so we can make a greater impact for Jesus. If you want your world, influence, relationships, et cetera, et cetera, to increase, maybe we start by increasing our generosity. And again, we're not just talking about money. But with your life, I think it's important for us to understand that. Uh, he's a, a giving, generous God, so our life needs to be marked by that. And now understand this, when you look at scriptures about generosity, most of them, not all of them, most of them aren't talking about generosity to meet a need. Now, some of them are. Most of them are talking about generosity as how it impacts you, how it blesses you. It's, there are scriptures and we believe that and we talk about it, about, about meeting the needs of those around about us and right and true and should. Christians, believers, churches, absolutely. But most of the scriptures that you see in the word talk about how generosity increases you, blesses you. Why? So you can be a blessing. So if God, you know, we all know the saying, right? If God can get it through you, he'll get it to you. And so let's take a look at, I'm gonna look at four, really quick, four principles found in the book of wisdom because he who wins souls is wise, that talk about generosity. There's many scriptures in there. We're gonna look at four principles that we find in Proverbs. The first one is the generous are happy. Yeah, <laughs> not me, pastor. I put it in the offering. I'm like, oh Lord, what did I just do right there? <laughs> the generous are happy. There's something spiritual that takes place, but you know, honestly, there's something natural that takes place. The Bible talks about scientifically that endorphins and chemicals are released when you give. God created it that way so he didn't have to force you to give, but so you'll want to give. And then when you give, you'll want to give more. You'll want to serve more. You'll want to bless more because it just does something on the inside of you. If you really see grumpy Christians, chances are they don't give, right? It's like, <laughs> you, you need to leave church with a smile on your face, all right? It's like, walk out of here with a smile on your face. And, uh, but it does something in you spiritually. God set it up that way. Because he wanted you to be generous. He wanted you to be happy. God uh, is a generous God and he wants his people to walk in generosity. Proverbs eleven twenty five says this, the generous will prosper and those who refresh others will be refreshed. If you need a little refreshing this morning, you can stop and get a refresher and that'll momentarily help you. But if you want your spirit, your emotion refreshed, find someone to love on and give and serve. It's a biblical principle here. Amen, we believe that. Proverbs 21, 26 says this, some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. And I wanna say, you're an amazing church. You love to give, and I love that. And it talks about making us happy, and so let me give you a few things that's gonna uh, make you happy this morning. You'll see some on a video in just a few moments, but I wanna say, you this year, Tree of Life Church, and, and through our distribution opportunities, you distributed through our distributions 440,000 pounds of food. 440,000 pounds of food. That's amazing, amen? That is amazing. That's incredible. And I, 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 I can't write the number down, but how many families that impacted is in a, a couple thousand. And just in your Thanksgiving outreach that we did here, we distributed 136,000 pounds of food to 911 families. And so... 
You guys are so generous. I hope that makes you happy because giving makes us happy, right? Think about that. Our serve days, just serving at the food bank on one of our serve days, 18,000 pounds of food went out to 960 families. And you see over and over again, you're serving, you're giving, just it makes God happy and then it also makes you happy. And I believe this is a happy church, amen? And so many other opportunities that we've given and served along the way. Uh, Number two, the generous are compassionate. The generous are compassionate. Generous people by nature are in tune with the needs of people in need. That's because we are by nature compassionate people when Jesus comes in our heart and our life. And let me say this about compassion because I wanna take a little bit of a, a, a look on it, not the general sense. It, it's, we, we are moved towards injustice. It's not right, it's not fair that people are struggling with different things in here and around the world. And when I, when I say we're, we're compassionate, I believe there's something that moves with inside of us to do something for someone who can't do for themselves. And I think that's compassion. So we, we're, we're one that care about injustice. We're thinking about what we can do about it. And the ultimate injustice, if I could say it this way, the ultimate injustice are that there are people around the world that suffer and have never heard the name of Jesus. There's people around the world that, that are un, uh, uh, under oppressive governments, that there's so much corruption that they can't get out of that, that have totally kept them down away from worshiping God or that have kept them down in poverty that has just on and on it goes. And let me say this, and I'm thinking about our uh, friends in the Ukraine, uh, great injustice in that war that's happening to the nation of Ukraine. And so we've been moved with compassion to help the injustice and do some of the things that we've done. And you'll see that in just a moment here in a, a video. Uh, we were moved with uh, around the world, India, the injustice of uh, oppression because of religious freedom is not available and, and the persecution, the martyring. Uh, we've seen it in Cuba, Havana, Cuba. We went just not that long ago, twice now, and, and the government, just the poverty is unbelievable. Uh, the government keeps the people oppressed and things of that sort. But yet God finds a way, doesn't he? Through compassionate people that he puts, we can't do everything, but we need to do our thing. And that God's asking us, rather, if I could say it that way, and move in ways that we can bring good news. We can bring the gospel, and not just the gospel, but we know that what follows the gospel is hope and help, amen? And we can plant and raise up churches in the foreign field that will bring light and the darkness and go beyond that. And you have a part in that, certainly, around the world. You're doing it here as well, helping the injustice that we see here through poverty, et cetera. But you're also doing it around the world. And I want to just say this morning that you are being a blessing. And a lot of what we do around the world world happens through our cafe and coffee shop. And let me just go ahead and give you the number. So this last year through our cafe and coffee shop, we raised over (laughs) $101,000. Isn't that amazing? Man, that's awesome. You you guys can eat and you have a serious coffee issue, but keep it going. (laughs) That's a blessing. Think about that. That's 17% of the monies that went out on outreach and missions. 17% came through just you eating here instead of going to a restaurant on Sunday, inviting your friends or, or getting coffees and stuff, coming early and taking advantage of the fun stuff or whatever that we have. And, and there's certainly some other events and activities that we had and, and caterings, if you will, and things that we did that uh, bring add to that number. But you can just come here and be a part. You can get a cup of coffee and touch a life around the world. And it's amazing how that works. And uh, places like uh, Mexico, obviously the Ukraine we mentioned. And and let me say this about the Ukraine and the ongoing conflict. We're there for a long time. We're going to help not only, we're praying for that war to end in Jesus' name, that injustice, amen. 
in Jesus' name. But then we're going to be a part of recovery processes to help people there. And you've been so generous. In fact, uh, when we first mentioned that, took up an offering, we had monies to partner with Sozo Charities, and we sent $20,000 immediately, and they bought four vehicles to help distribute humanitarian aid. And it, they were used all over Europe, grabbing supplies and getting into the Ukraine to distribute them where it's needed most. Uh, we just sent not long ago a check for $20,000 to buy four tiny homes to help people that their homes were destroyed in the conflict, either through the occupation or just the direct involvement of war. And so they, this winter, have a warm place, a roof over their head and a warm place. And because of your generosity, and we just got our container that was shipped over there by an act of God, finally, right? <laughs> over there, and it's been unloaded already in Kiev unloaded, and 2,000 pairs of shoes, 15,000 units of no-wash body wash, medical supplies, kids supplies, has been distributed already, and your generosity made that happen. And there's more things that we're going to do in India, and we'll see some of these things later in the video, but I just want you to know that we are a church that's moved with compassion when we see injustice. Amen. Here, for sure, and then around the world, and I just want you to know that, but you're making a difference in and justice around the world. Um, let's take a look at Proverbs 29.7. The righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no such concern. So if the righteous aren't caring, who will? Who is? No one. That's how God, why God will bless his people when we care about injustice for the poor. Because he's going to work in us and through us to help them. It's important for us to be compassionate. Um, Take a look at this. This is wisdom. Proverbs 21, 13 says this. Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. It's wisdom to have your ears open to the poor. Amen? It's wisdom for you and I to have our ears open to those that are suffering injustice. Number three principle, the generous are blessed. The generous are blessed, and we celebrate that. But let me, let me caution you for just a moment. I want to share something. Uh, there's a lot of imbalance in this statement, if you will. I want to teach you a little balance. And the Bible is very clear that when you're generous, God will bless you. But I never want that to be the motivation. We never give to get. And I know, sadly, there's ministries and people in my profession that do that. If you give this, God will do that. If you give this and God will save that, God, and, and, and maybe, I, I don't know. But I, when I look in scripture, my motivation to give is because I love God and I love people. We never give to get. That's not our motivation. It's not why we do it. We don't give to get. And I think it's important to make sure we have the proper motivation. Giving is never our motivation. We do it out of a love for God first and people. Now, God blesses us back when he sees what we're up to for others. But we don't do it just so we can get blessed back by God. We do it just out of a heart from love for him and what he's done for us. And we're blessed to be a blessing. Proverbs 22, 9 says this. Blessed are those who are generous because they feed the poor. Your generosity is feeding the poor, therefore God will bless you. Proverbs 28, 27 is this. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. That's a pretty strong statement that God is backing up, amen? But those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. If you're gonna be this kind of generous and giving in that way, God will make sure you have plenty to give. I'm just trying to share a little bit of wisdom with you this morning out of, out of Proverbs. And I want you to know that we're not only just helping people um, here and around the world that we're helping churches because I really feel that this church has a call to be a blessing to churches and raise up churches and bless pastors here and around the world. In fact, we go to great lengths to do that and we've been blessed in so many ways. My wife 
my wife and I just got back from a conference, the Significant Church Network Leadership Conference up in Austin after three days. And I love those times. It's refreshing. We sit down. We get to talk and visit with pastors from around the country, built some great friendships. And just in these last few days, we had a chance to talk to people. And as pastors do, there's not a comparison thing, but we want to talk about what are you experiencing and which, can I pray for you? What do you think about this? Can you help me out with this? And we always walk away from those things knowing this, that not everybody's experiencing the blessing we're experiencing here. And I don't know why it is. And believe me, I'm humble and grateful to God. Thank you, God. Keep doing what you're doing. I want to stay humble to God in that. Amen. Your generosity is amazing, but your generosity is not reflected all in other churches all around the country. And I don't know why that is. And they don't either. And we don't, but we just thank God. But I don't feel guilt. I feel responsibility. And so we've been very purposeful in the blessing that you've provided through your generosity and being a blessing to pastors and churches that haven't experienced a lot of what we've experienced. And so this last year, we, in uh, October, uh, Pastor Gerald Brooks, my spiritual father, mentor, and he's been here and taught here many times, he has a huge conference, a big conference called the North Texas Leadership Conference that you, out of your generosity, we have paid for, I think, five different pastors and their spouses to not only attend, but then give them a hotel, a place to stay. They wouldn't have otherwise been able to go to the conference and be refreshed. You did that. Five different pastors, churches around, you did that. We've hosted events here. They wouldn't have been able to go otherwise, paying the conference fee and then their hotels, but you did that. We have hosted uh, activities here at our church with speakers like Pastor Gerald and the Significant Church Network here. Or we've hosted, we've taken on all the expense, even a lot of the registration fees we've covered for pastors that we knew couldn't cover. And so we help facilitate ministry here on our campus on three different occasions for pastors and their teams to come in our area for 22 different churches to participate here, to come and be refreshed and be ministered to. Because of your generosity, we were able to just cover registration fees and and the food for all that to be a blessing to 22 different churches in our area. And I also wanna say this, you guys always do so good. You do such a great job. Justin and I always feel appreciated. And I know October is Pastor Appreciation Month, but every month we feel like you appreciate and love on us. But not every church is like that. In fact, we sent pastor appreciation gifts to 15 pastors. And, uh, and at some point in time, they all responded, thank you. But many of them said, no one else said anything. And, but, 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 I, but I let them know what Tree Life does. And we believe in you and we appreciate you. And you're doing a good job. Keep going. Don't quit. Don't give up. You're doing a great job. And then over Christmas, uh, my wife and I uh, put together a list of we sent just a Christmas present to 27 different pastors around. And just to say from Tree of Life Church, man, we love you. We're praying for you this holiday season and God's got great things in store. So I just want you to know that your generosity is in many different forms and touching many different lives around. And I wanna encourage you to understand that, uh, just want you to understand, this is not something that like, in a sense would make us proud, but we, we need to be responsible. Amen. Number one, we need to be humble and grateful what God's doing in and through his church. And then we need to be responsible. Uh, Proverbs 29, 17. 29, 17. Oh, I skipped one. The, the last one would be this. You're right. I skipped one. The, <laughs> the generous are rewarded. Now, this is different than the last one. This isn't talking about give to get, but understand God will reward your generosity. <clears throat> and he rewards, we store up treasures in heaven. He does it here on this earth. But listen, I have no problem seeking reward in heaven, Amen. storing up for eternity. Because the Bible says you don't need to give, to earn, to give your way into heaven. So don't mistake me in that. Heaven's a free gift. You just have to say, yes, Jesus, invite him into your heart. You can't earn it. You can't pay for it. 
But listen, when you get to heaven one day, after your name's written, uh, ri- <laughs> read out of the Lamb's Book of Life and they welcome you in, then there comes another moment that a reward will come or not come <laughs> based on what you did here on the earth. And that's when, that's when God rewards you for how you stewarded the things God gave you. What did you do with what I gave you? The first thing is, what'd you do with my son? I received him, he's Savior and Lord. Welcome into heaven. The second thing is, the Bible talks about, what did you do with what I gave you? And the result of that will be reward in heaven. And that's the kind of thing that I think that we need to be motivated by. We wanna store up treasures in heaven by reaching people, loving people, serving people. The generous are rewarded. I wanna encourage you this morning out of Proverbs 19, 17, if you help the poor, you are lending to the poor and he will, uh, the, the Lord, I'm sorry, lending to the Lord and he will repay you. God sees what you're doing. And the Bible says he's in debt to no man. And it's like, no, God, I'm good. I'm good. Honestly, no, I'm good. I've done, you've done enough. And God says, no, 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 you don't have a say in this. I'm rewarding you because I'm a generous God and you took care of people and I'm gonna make sure I bless you for it. I love that thought. I love that about God. And then one more scripture, Revelation 22, 12. New Living Translation says, look, this is how much he wants to reward us. Look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. As if to say, he, Jesus can't wait till we get there. So he's going to meet us as we rise in the air. He's like, I can't wait. I got so much because of what you did. I'm going to come and meet you. I'm not going to wait till you get here. I'm going to bless you on the way. I love the heart of our father and of Jesus. Amen. And if we will be a blessing, he will bless us. And our reward is, our great reward is in heaven one day. Can I tell you, eternity is a lot longer than this temporary earth that we live in. And I just want to show you and thank you and show you just a little look on 2022, what you, we were able to do for the kingdom of God through all our generosity together. Take a look. families registered for our food distribution. We're partnering with Tree of Life. We're partnering with the New Braunfels Food Bank and Family Life Center. We've got our Tree of Life volunteers who are out here making a difference. Thank you to everybody who has signed up. This is phenomenal. This is a great turnout for us. And I love it because I think every time the pastor talks about um, digging deep and making room, this is you guys epitomize what that looks like. It's making room in your schedule, making room in your hearts, because this is a sacrifice. I know we've done these routes. Some of them are out in the outskirts. It's your time, it's your energy, it's your gas. Thank you. On behalf of all of us, thank you, because you are the hands and feet. We're here at Tree of Life and we're doing Bag in a Prayer this morning. We're doing about 125 different um, families and we're gonna hit three communities this morning. So we've got um, two, uh, three locations that we're going to, but then two types of bags that we're gonna be giving. So on that side are all non-food products. Those are all going to the first two um, neighborhoods that we're going to. going to grab bags and we're going to walk along. You're just letting them know, hey, I'm from Tree of Life. We're here to give you some uh, essential items. They want prayer. Please, uh, please pray for them. 
all here for the same thing, right? We're all here to serve. Uh, so every box that we complete is gonna represent a family, a household. That's what we're gonna focus our efforts on today. We're at Options for Life uh, today, doing some area beautification. Uh, we got to plant this great magnolia tree, and we're super happy to serve. We're out for Christmas Serve Day 2022, and what an amazing day it's been. Over 150 volunteers delivered over 340 gifts from our giving tree, delivered food with the Food Home Delivery Program, and rang the bell for the Salvation Army all over New Braunfels. Thank you, Tree of Life, for giving of your time and effort to spread the love of God in our community. Our night to shine was on Friday, and what a great evening it was. Thank you, Tree, for your heart in serving and for loving those in our community with special needs. We had over 100 volunteers all pitching in to make the night one to remember for each and every one of the participants. We truly are part of a giving church. We are in Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico. We're outside the hospital. And so we've come out here today with our sister church, Arba de Vida, and just trying to bring some uh, hope, uh, some food, uh, some love, and the gospel to them. That's really good. Oh my gosh. So this one is 16 and this one is size 14. So we need the tags for those. Hey guys, we're super excited. Tonight's the first night of the drama presentation, Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames. We're here in Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico at Arbol de Vida. We have a great turnout. We're believing for lots of people to come forward to get saved, to get prayed for, to get ministered to, and ultimately life changed forever. But you know what? We couldn't do it without you, without your giving and without your prayers. So thanks for being a part. here on this glorious morning and we get the opportunity to host a special Olympic cycling competition. We've got about 200 people on our campus right now and our Tree of Lifers get the opportunity to cheer on some of the athletes, time some of the races, and even award some of the medals. You guys, this is a great event. Thank you for being a Tree of Life to a lost and hurting world. On behalf of the Special Olympics Texas, we are here, we, we here would like to thank you all for hosting a great competition for our athletes. We couldn't be more appreciative of Tree of Life Church and the supporters who came out to volunteer. The venue was perfect for our competition and our athletes had a blast. We can't wait to see this partnership grow and all, and all the events to come.
everybody, Pastor Don Duncan, Tree of Life Church, New Braunfels, Texas. And right behind me, you can see a large shipping container. It's actually fully loaded. We have 2,000 pairs of shoes. We have 15,000 units of no water needed body wash. And we have medical supplies as well as diapers and some children's supplies. It's getting ready to be shipped all the way over to the Ukraine. And we're all aware of the tragedy that's taking place at this moment. We all know the need is great and will be ongoing. Since the beginning of the war, we have been involved in humanitarian relief. And we have a way, a network that's been created by which we can get, whether they be things shipped from the States or purchased in Europe, into those who need it the most. In fact, we can get it to the pastors on the front lines and they'll distribute it to the people that they know need it the most. And also we're working with an organization to provide homes or shelter for those whose homes have been bombed out or damaged and no longer livable. And so it would amount to a tiny home, if you will, kind of that look and feel. And for $5,000, a home can be purchased for a family that has um, a great need. We all know it's winter time and we're not only concerned about food shortages, but shelter. And so for just $5,000, we can partner together and provide homes. Also, we wanna to partner together with churches and a network of pastors and help rebuild churches that have been damaged or destroyed uh, during the occupation and certainly during the war. Uh, we had the opportunity to come and work with existing pastors and churches to be able to get them back up and running, if you will, to not only be a place to meet and to worship the Lord, but people are looking for help and hope from God and also a place that will distribute uh, some of the humanitarian aid that we'll be able to get there. vision is to work with the local church here in this nation that is growing. We want to come alongside of them and help them to think about the gospel of the kingdom that Jesus preached. This is a country that's alive and vibrant. Um, of course, there's a lot of brokenness, but God's heart is to heal the nations, to bless the nations, bless all nations. Right now, we're headed off to a uh, home church in uh, Havana here, and I mentioned the church is growing rapidly in the last uh, three to five years, and it's mostly through the home church movement. This is a house of worship. You guys know how to worship. In a dry valley that you have walked through, God responded and he said, build a building. Expand, increase, make room. Making room for more salvations. Making room for more miracles. Making room for more families. More marriages to be healed. More people to be trained up and raised up and sent into the nations. Here's a picture I have in me. Your city, your country, it's dry. It's desperate for life. I believe you'll build these all over the city. Hey everybody, standing outside. You can see behind me um, a church that we were here in March of 2020. And in that time, it was just a newly bought building, if you will. And they had just tried to start expanding a church that was meeting in a home. Um, we had the opportunity of hearing the vision and how it was planted. and then. God's blessing upon them was apparent and they needed more space. So you and I were able to Street Alive Church to partner with them and we sent $5,000 down. 
Here I am in December of 2022, and it's amazing the transformation from the inside out. In the midst of a very difficult time, of course, the pandemic, and God has been growing this church and this ministry. In fact, in this church behind me is where businessmen come, uh, people from all over the area, all over the city, all the outlying areas come for training and discipleship. Um, they help raise up other ministers to go forth and take the gospel. They're doing an amazing work. And the greatest thing is that you and I get to be a part of what's happening right here. So I just want to thank you for your generosity and your prayers. You're helping change this nation for Christ. Hola, ¿qué tal? Un saludo desde la Iglesia Senda de Justicia acá en La Habana. Queremos aprovechar esta ocasión para agradecer a la Iglesia Árbol de Vida por su generosidad y su contribución para eh, la construcción de nuestra iglesia. Nosotros somos una iglesia que estamos ya entrando en los 10 años de eh, establecida y nuestra visión de senda es seremos una multitud de familias apasionadas por Dios que forma parte en la restauración de las naciones y ustedes han formado parte en esa restauración de la familia acá en Senda de Justicia. We can do better than that. Come on, somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look what God's doing. Amen. Amen. God is good. God is faithful. Amen. And God is generous. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being such a generous church. You know, I, I, I believe that's what God's called us to be, a tree of life to a lost and hurting world. And we can't say yes to everything, and we don't. We wish we could. But there are things that God's put in our heart. And you'll hear more about that next week, like next uh, this year, we're planning a, a trip, a team trip to uh, Cuba, and we just feel like God's opened the door three years ago, and how that's relationships are growing and developing there. You'll hear more about that next week, opportunities to Mexico and different projects. And we've been involved with Pakistan for uh, over a year now, doing Zoom crusades, right? Or one of the pastors will stand in our studio, and we'll be on a projection screen or on a sheet on a wall in a remote village in Pakistan. And somehow they got a satellite signal and they're projecting it and the whole village comes out where the gospel's never been preached. And, uh, and 11 uh, village crusades in remote areas in Pakistan by just over Zoom, uh, over 800 people have given their life to Christ and signs, wonders, and miracles. It's been amazing. Amen. <clears throat> we've, we've, been able, we've been able to buy 415 Bibles in their language for all those that have gotten saved. And and we're sending more money as we can or as they're, they're available to be able to do that. Uh, you'll hear more about Pakistan next week, a little bit, opportunities. We're, even here, we're, we're going into Laurel Ridge every week, and we've seen amazing things happen over there in Laurel Ridge. In fact, I want to share this with you. 114 salvations have happened over in Laurel Ridge, and it's changing lives, changing lives. It's amazing. And on and on and on it goes, and I wish I had time to share with you, but I want to just say your generosity has uh, been so amazing to me. I never dreamed that we'd be able to do things like outreach, $247,762, missions, $347,394, for a total of almost $600,000 you've given to outreach and missions this last year. And a time where it's like, we had a lot of things that we're wondering, right? <clears throat> and can I tell you, that's an amazing number. But the most incredible number is 
2,389 people gave their life to Christ. That's the most incredible number to celebrate. Amen. Every, every cup of coffee, every dollar represents a soul that we can reach with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so your generosity matters. Whatever you're doing, whatever God lays in your heart to do, that's why it's important. That's why we take time with the tithe. That's why we give above in our offering to be able to be a tree of life to a lost and hurting world. And we've already saw all the wonderful scriptures about the blessing that comes. Let's take a look at 2 Corinthians 8, 7, I believe, real quick is I think the next one I have on my list, 2 Corinthians 8, 7. Let me take, there we go, okay. Since you excel in so many ways in your faith, and you are, you're such a faith-filled church, you're, you excel in prayer, you're, you have gifted speakers. I didn't write that, <laughs> and, but I did pick the translation. The other one said in speech, but I like that one. Anyway, so you excel in your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love. I want you to excel also in the gracious act of giving. I love it. I love that you excel in the gracious act of giving. Uh, take a look at this, 2 Corinthians 9, 11. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. That means he's not just gonna bless you financially when you give. He's gonna bless every area of your life as you give out of every area of your life so you can be generous on every occasion, every area of your life. It's not just money. Just when you give of yourself, when you give your life, God gives back. And, though, and through us, here's the result. Your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Of almost 2,400 people giving their life to Christ. And that's what matters most. Amen. I want to invite you back next week. I, I hope that you can come and hear opportunity. We'll share a little bit more than I couldn't share today. Opportunity. See what's coming up, how you can be blessed and be a part of that. In fact, on the seat back in front of you, there's a card called, it's a G-O-D card, Generosity and Opportunity Equals Destiny. And it's just an opportunity now. Maybe you can't come back next week. Maybe you're compelled and motivated to get in the game a little bit, be a part of what's happening here and our weekend services and our activities, what we're doing. There's a QR code in the bottom corner. You can just hit that with your phone and you can do that digitally. We'll give you a chance to do that next week and the week after, just making sure we're all working together to be a tree of life, a lost and hurting world. But as we close this service out, the most fitting thing we can do every time we gather, the greatest thing we can do is give someone an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. In fact, that's why we exist in everything, every penny, every hour, 5,004 man hours serving volunteer, all that, all that would be just worth one soul. Somebody saying yes to Jesus. Rescued from the kingdom of darkness and translating the kingdom of his dear son. A destiny changed forever where old things are passed away, all things become new. Saying yes to the one who paid the price for their sin they could never pay. That's what it's all about. Thanks again for joining us this week. We pray that this message encouraged and inspired you. If you want to find out how you can be a part of Tree of Life, just go to our website, treeoflifechurch.org. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend.